Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Put your names up so that I can see everybody. So mm-hmm. Lou, Paul is going by Paul. I can't see your name, boo. Oh, Harry. Corner. Oh, can't Harry. My name? The, the, the great Harry Barnett. The guy with the hat. Wayne. And the Got it. Yeah. And you're Goldilocks. Some days. Should I should I do the intro? Because I haven't done the intro to any of these shows. Why not? Do an intro. Oh. Why not? All right, fine. All right, fine. I'll do the intro. Here we go. Intro. Awesome uh, intro to our show that uh, our really good friend Mandir has made for us, and uh, I really love that intro. Mandir, Mandir is awesome. Oh, Wayne has weird friends. <laughs> oh, he's not weird at all. He's always putting my stuff over. Super cool guy. I don't know. I never know if it's a guy or girl or what's cooking, but <laughs> like whoever the entity is, has always been cool to me. I appreciate that. That'd be him. That's a great intro. Yeah, Mandir is definitely a man, and uh, actually, that's his music behind him. That's uh, behind that intro too. His band Frostbite DC. So, if anybody wants to check them out, go ahead. Super cool! Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. So we are joined today by the one and only Goldilocks. What's up, Goldilocks? Here I am. Thank you for having me. Finally. Yeah, I know. Finally, we, after the what was yeah. it last year? We were going to have you on the show, and then you ditched us with Jackal. Jackal. Jackal <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. Did they, did they have the chainsaw at least? <laughs> At, absolutely and i'd never right. seen inside gimmick before i was we, we we snuck backstage again to see it and it was it was really cool our guys really enjoyed it it was really well done he's an interesting <laughs> guy he's a very interesting guy well i didn't even think they were still around so that was kind of shocking but oh yeah, yeah definitely that packed crowd jesse dupree's packed and packed good businessman i was like really surprised at just how on top of his he was on the phone the entire time and then backstage, all he was doing the entire time was cutting promos for who knows, but like promo, promo one after that, he didn't ground at all. It was wow. all business. Wow. wow. Very cool. Well, you had a lot of things going on. I mean, you always have something going on. You're always posting about every, you know, something every day you're posting something. <laughs> you got so much. Oh, stuff. I don't know how you, I don't know how you get through your day. She's in the I, business of Goldilocks. Yeah, it's it. No, sometimes I'm, I I wish I could get more done. And I look yeah. at I look at other people who they look like they're rolling, and I know they've got a lot of help. Yeah. I don't get jealous. I don't get envious. I just find out like when they tell me how much money they're spending on their help, I'm like, um, and then I'm like, I wonder, you know, because it's like this is a good point to bring up when people are looking at the Joneses or the other side of the fence or the grass over there, and they're just they always think somebody has it better. Like you find out that 
they are doing really well and their perception is really good, but they do have a lot of help and they're paying out the ass for that help. And I'd rather, I don't know, of course I would love help. And I love it when like network stuff is kicked in and like you're getting help. It's just like, but I don't take it for granted. Back when I was a kid, I took it for granted and it's like, I expected it. Like, oh, I was entitled and I figured I should have all this stuff. And now that I'm older, I'm like, that's a gift, you know, like what a privilege to have anybody doing anything for you at all. Like I look at your opener and I'm like, I know the kind of work that went into that, the music and the animation and the little gimmicks and little cigarette hanging out. It's just like all of that, all of that detail. And I look at it and I pop hard for that because, because that's part of your brand. And I look at it in awe and I'm just like, wow, that's great. But some of the other people that I look at, they're getting a lot of help and it's costing a lot of money. (laughs) Trust me. We didn't always start out that way. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's fun to grow though and look back and see everything that you've done. That's a huge accomplishment. It should make you feel good. No, it does. You know, finding people that actually can do these, you know, or do the artwork. Cause uh, actually the guy who drew those characters for us, uh, Rocky Baya, I've, I've, he was a friend of a friend through another podcast and, uh, he he does all like the the logo artwork for us. Every every time I need artwork, I send it to him because he just he does so much great stuff. And he's in Singapore. A, yeah, isn't that cool? That's what I'm saying. That's such a celebration that we meet all of these great people and find out what their strong points are. And it's like that's my brand and passion in life is trying to figure out the good stuff and like how to camp out on that and celebrate it because everybody's got you know, the law of attraction and wanting things in the world. And we worry like, Oh, somebody might move in. Might nobody's going to fucking move in on your turf. Nobody <laughs> want, like, I want to hit television <laughs> show about saving people money, shitting in your backyard. Like how yeah. many people are, are requesting that one today? God, yeah. not a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> With the band that plays and, and you know, you've got what you want. You want to be this. Paul's got what he's got. It's like, there's just room for everybody. And it's so cool like your buddy in Singapore, like to just like, oh, we've got art for this guy and send it his way. I love it. Yeah. Well, we make sure we plug his shit too because he's got a t-shirt shop over at Pro Wrestling Tees. And uh, so, you know. What I is it? Know. What is it? Hey, what's oh, it's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Rocky Baya. So. Okay, cool. <laughs> Don't. Uh, so you just brought up uh, calling in the cheapskates. Uh, that's what we were going to talk about on, originally on our, our first interview we were going to have. Um, they have not done another episode of anything of that show. What is going nope. on? I, I don't know. I would love to just take a blurb of this and send it right to them. So feel free <laughs> as I tell everybody to to tweet or to tag me and stuff. I, I don't know. You'll be the first to know. I'll be the first to know. I'm, I look forward to more things optimistically. They put so much time and effort in that and so much planning. And I looked and watched the show. And let me tell you, there's been some stuff that I've done and I've got a oh, wait, pause for the motorcycle bar. There's been some things that I've done where you, you look back and you just look like, you know, and you watch yourself and you just think like, who is that old bag of shit? And, you know, and not this case, like TLC, knocked it out of the park they did a beautiful job i looked good the content was good uh all of the the people on it were fantastic the ideas that were a little far-fetched on saving money you know actually if you you know listened and watched you can Mm -hmm. learn a lot from it it was educational it was entertaining and i just think they hit a home run and i just uh can't wait to do another one i just leave it up in the air like that i don't dwell on it or camp out or get upset or get overly anxious. I just know in the, in the cards and in the universe that there's something cool 
down the down the pipeline. I get excited about that. And it's much better content than my 600 pound life or honey boo boo. Fight me, TLC. <laughs> or Absolutely. Jesus Christ. Everybody, you know, everybody likes what they like. And I, I see some of those shows on there and I, I get why, you know, like watching other people's train wreck life might be it, the, the 600 pound life on it. Just, oh man, it, yeah, it just pulls at my heartstring. Paul, I know you can, you know, click in with that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Just, I, I, I just don't, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, we all it's, have our- it's, it's tough as hell for me to watch this show, especially after I went and did something. You know, yeah. and then I see people and then you watch some of them and they're they're still like they're you're in the, the, the hospital to get help and you're ordering, you know, sixteen quarter pounders and I'm like, then you don't want help, bro. Right. You don't yeah. want to do nothing. It, it, it's and and the thing is is whatever addiction that you have, if it's porn, if it's food, if it's booze if it's some people a lot of my friends that i help their new addiction is the gym you know and i mean i guess that's the best of of all the evils if they're going to the gym but like i have to say bro like you're not tending to your garden at home you're not taking care of your kids you're not taking care of your wife or your partner like now you're at the gym all the time like i get it it's a better it's a better uh obsession than than eating all the time or doing heroin or crack cocaine but like Everything in moderation. It's such an old fashioned saying, but it's, it's just so true, except for crack cocaine, try to lay off that completely, <laughs> but you know, like everything hey, should be cool. in some moderation. Or you could get free pipes now. So, I mean, uh, we're not promoting that. We're not condoning that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost forgot Goldie. I just got to clean up a little bit here while you're on the show. Oh, God, the- dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know what's up with the brooms. I've told like new guys that I've dated in the past, like, oh, by the way, there's this really weird. And they're like, oh, that's, you're really weird. That, and I swear to God, one guy, I was dating in Atlanta, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. This has been going on for years. And, you know, I told him about the broom gimmick and he was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. We were in line at Whole Foods, like just in line, like two people in line getting like the hot salad bar gimmick and bringing it up. And all of a sudden from out of nowhere, some guy started sweeping on both of us. And he was just like, oh my God. I'm like, I, and it's like rant. It's not like restaurants that are closing, of course, you know, they're going to clean up, but it's like, it's like random. Like, I'll just be like, standing at the stop light waiting to cross the street and all of a sudden here comes somebody with a broom and they just felt the need to sweep right there i don't i don't know what it means or where it comes from but hashtag brooms love me have you ever been attacked by a street sweeper yet i mean it's i mean it's gotten close it's gotten close i remember being back in wrestling at a shoney's even and um we were eating in the corner it was me and some of the wrestlers some lady just came with a big uh, squeeze bottle of cleaner and started just like shooting cleaner on our table, like right by our plates. And I was like, lady, we're eating. Like, what's your deal? And then she was like, oh, yeah. And then proceeded to aim the bottle up at like the wall right behind us, which was glass, like shooting stuff over our food. And, and the thing is, is it's like everybody's so freaked out about the masks, and wear the masks and whatever. But what about the people? what about the people that are asthmatic that? You know, you're spraying all this stuff all the time. Like I go to Planet Shitness, you know, to work out. And like, <laughs> it's the only, it's the only gym in the entire world I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot, especially touring with the wrestlers. It's the only gym that you like clean up after yourself. Like you spray your, so there's constantly like 
people spraying shit er everywhere. And I'm like, I'm asthmatic. So as I'm like on the leg press with 300 pounds and somebody's spraying their ass in front of me, it's, that's not conducive (laughs) to a good workout. So I don't know everything. So the brooms, I don't, I don't get it. I don't want anybody spraying anything around me. Just leave. <laughs> right, I'll put the spray. <laughs> sounds the like someone, sounds like someone needs to move to my country because we've abolished all rules. So uh, Wait, have you, is it yeah, bad? Yeah. Oh, all the rules are gone and it's not bad. It's not bad. This has gone so way over my head with the <laughs> brooms thing. I mean, I, I've had the. I, I Wherever mean... <laughs> I go, I get swept on. Wherever I go, somebody shows up with us. They just, if they like poof out of thin air somebody is there sweeping it's just it's it, every day no matter where i go within three minutes of being someplace anywhere there a broom will just <laughs> well we won't we won't do that to you although wayne did just, just show the broom did. gimmick <laughs> i was gonna start the whole show yeah, sweep it up asshole sweep it up <laughs> uh dj eric has joined the chat here and he says goldie memories from your time in iwm iwams Mid South, uh, Ian Ron's company. Uh, I didn't do I didn't do a lot there, did I? I don't I'm know. trying to remember. Eric is a <laughs> is an encyclopedia of wrestling stuff. So if you did something, no matter how significant, like small, say it again. Say it again. What's the promotion again? IWA Mid South, uh, Ian Rotten in Kentucky and Indiana. Man, I really, first off, I appreciate you tuning in and thank you for your time and being here, bro. Appreciate that. Um, I cannot, I don't remember. And, and, and you know what? I, I, I blo- I've blocked out so much stuff with wrestling because I didn't always have the best time during that run. So if I, if I did something there, I don't remember it. Don't get mad at me. I don't remember half the guys I've hated. <laughs> like, so it's just, if it's not like, a 10 and amazing. I tend to just like, it, it, I leave my cranium room for other things. So I apologize. I don't remember. It might've been like some one-off gimmick or something like that, but I, I don't remember, but thanks for asking. Sorry, Eric. Goldie, did, did you, it's the bad experiences that you had in wrestling. Is that why you didn't pursue like going to the fed or, or anything else? No, I mean, I got fired and that was it. I mean, I would, I'd love to do anything in wrestling again. I would love to, okay. I mean, not, not get like massive bumps, but like I'm a good talker. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm no, a no, decent no. interviewer. Um, now I understand what being a heel is really about. I would love to go mm-hmm. back. I've said that I've, you know, been tagged and things with Scott Demore. I'd love to go back and I'd love to go back to impact and tell backstory of abyss or tell backstory of somebody's story as some evil villainous i'd love to go to all elite and tell somebody's story over there or pop up like you do like i really enjoy it not just because i want to be on tv but because i really get it now i didn't get it back Mm -hmm. then i didn't know what i didn't know what i was doing back then i was supposed to show up and like sing songs in the national anthem every show like i i maybe Mm -hmm. backstage interviewing and whatnot i didn't i didn't know what was going on and when you see me looking disturbed or ticked off or upset or whatever that was all real like i i just showed up and was myself basically well we can blame that on the jarrett's and the carters it's okay (laughs) yeah yeah i agree lou definitely well we're not on their payroll so it's all good (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i i recall when I first started watching Impact, I remember seeing you and I'm like, 
wow a pretty girl in wrestling awesome and i think i remember you were with um sunny siaki is that his name yeah. oh my goodness i can't i had to go way back into the memory banks with that one are Holy you still shit. friendly with him or you don't talk to him we're on we were always on good terms so really isn't anybody that I'm on bad terms with except for Alex Shelley didn't like me and talked shit about me later. But I mean, he was always cordial to me when I was working with him. I had no idea he didn't like me. This is the guy that told people to start yelling. It's peanut butter Shelley time. So don't worry. You're not missing out. I got no heat. Like I don't have any heat with Alex Shelley. I can care less. Like do your thing, bro. Like I really don't have heat with anybody. I I don't have the time or the energy to have heat. I'm sure people have it with me because because I'm awesome. It's fun to have heat with me, but I, I don't, I don't have any with anybody else. So Alex who? Exactly. Yeah. Alex who? <laughs> I like that I like I, I attitude though. I like that attitude. It, I'm awesome and it's fun to have heat with me. That's, it's almost like we're very similar in personalities there. Yeah. No, because I don't care. You, heat only affects you is if you give it power. And I, I don't, I don't care. I have so many people that are shitty to me on a daily basis that have been shitty to me since I was a little kid that I'm it's all that to me. Like yeah. I'm, I'm good at it. And I was friends, maybe not friends, but I worked with somebody that's like on the equivalent level of Satan, like just the biggest narcissist, sociopath, really icky guy, like just awful. And yeah. he was, he was, um, he was sitting on Chris Jenner, who is, uh, Oh, what the hell is her name? Pretty popular chick. Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian's mom, Bruce Jenner's ex-wife sitting on Kris Jenner's couch. And I remember that he said, we got in the conversation of like all of the horrific, horrible things that are said about Kim or Kylie or other people, Bruce Jenner, you know, like, how do you, how do you deal with all of that stuff, Chris? Like, how does that affect you? Does it just ruin your life or your day or your week or, you know, what does it ruin? How does it? She just like lit up like a firecracker Christmas tree, if you will, and said, oh, we love when there's negative publicity. We love negative comments. And my associate at the time was just like, well, how does that work? And she said, well, if you think about somebody's career and you think about it like a car, you know, and you want your car to run and go and go forward and propel and go fast and accelerate think of your career, think of your brand as, as a car. Okay. I'm like, all right, I I can get that, get behind that. And then she said, and what does a car need to, to run? And my associate said, well, fuel or oil. And she's like, yeah, but there's also a really large component that any vehicle needs to run. And that's a battery. If you think about a battery, she said, in order to run battery needs a positive, but it also needs a negative. And when I got that picture in my mind of like she's right like nothing is gonna work and nobody's gonna care about anything if it's all rainbows and sunshine but when you start adding the salt and the heat and the flame and the negativity and the haters well then then you have a full blown bonafide brand you have something there so when I think of things like that like hey thank you asswipe thank you for making my car run (laughs) it doesn't bother me anymore and same with like my friends that are buddhists i'm christian i'm catholic but they're buddhists and i still keep my mind and heart open to other people's beliefs and philosophies and they've just got something really cool where you don't take a compliment for a compliment you just don't go there you don't get like big head about it it's just like all right somebody Mm -hmm. gave you nice words thank you but then when you don't take the compliment 
you don't take the negative either. It's just this real cool yin yang balance thing. And I, I pull from that as well, where I don't really, when somebody puts me over, I appreciate it, but I don't use that to like val base my value from, you know, I, I, I just try to keep a real level head on things easier said than done, but that's what I try. No, that's a really healthy attitude because you're right for the amount of people that you have out there that do support you, you know, there is not an equal number, but there is a number of, well, for lack of a better term, haters out there. And for the people who do appreciate you to not be validated, but for there to be an established support group out there for you, you know, you kind of have to take notice that there are haters out there, but don't listen to them. You're right. No, it's a, I wish more, more people had that kind of healthy attitude. I work on it every day and I'm watching our time. I'm rambling. You guys ask me the questions that you have. <laughs> no, you might Wayne, your show. show. <laughs> uh, but actually we had another question here and this one, uh, the way he asked, it's kind of strange. So I, that's oh. okay. Uh, Chris Harris, you did an intro theme. Do you, know, do you remember anything about that? Chris was it Harris. the America's Most Wanted theme? I don't know. He asked about something about you used to sing the intros. I did the... wrote them. And I think he used sometimes. That was one that I wrote. And yes. Okay. That's yeah, what he, he did. That's what yep. he wrote Thank sometimes. you for remembering that. That was real cool of Chris <laughs> um, to use that. I remember that. Yep. But I Chris, think, let's see. Trinity had Trinity had Dodging Bullets and Supergirl. I wrote those and sang those. Um, Dixie had Man and Me. There was one called Broken that some other people sang on too. It's not all me. It's some other girl. I don't know. I guess that was um, Victoria's uh, theme song. What's her? What was her name in TNA? I have no idea. Uh, I honestly, I never watched TNA. I didn't have it here. Can't remember. So I don't. Know. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I have no clue. But uh, he said something about the song sometimes, which you mentioned. Uh, but I guess you didn't sing the whole thing, and maybe he wanted to know if there was other words to the song. I think he's, I don't know what he's thinking of. Yeah, Sometimes he it's kind of strange. So it's kind of, hard no, I mean, he was just writing it the way it came out. That's all good. Sometimes, I mean, it's been around for since 2002. So, I mean, there's the full version that was out there. Uh, all my music just got pulled down because the record label kind of oh, really? folded that I was on, which is fine. Cause um, we'll just leave that one alone, but uh, I'll probably, it's all for it's all you know what it's all for sale on my website because streaming music doesn't make me any money so exactly. yeah so yeah go honey go check it out on, on um go check it out on the factory by goldilocks.com and sometimes it'll be up there you can buy it if you can get it for a buck you can physical media people it pays the bills for me yeah definitely mm -hmm. yeah, since you are a musician and uh with all this spotify nonsense going on with you know the, all these uh neil young which actually now apparently his music came back on spotify magically <laughs> grifter uh, yeah. uh what do you think about all that spotify and, and all like you know itunes and everything with the digital music? at first at first when you know every we saw all the memes going around i think it was like somebody had like the tales from the crypt the crypt keeper was like like there was a meme where Neil's music was coming down and then like the Crypt Keeper was up like upset about it or something like that. And then they had like, <laughs> there's another meme with like somebody with like the first cell phone that ever came out, like those big, huge, heavy, yeah, chunky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it was Zach like, Morris phone. Exactly. It was like Neil Young yeah. fans trying to delete their Spotify account and, you know, <laughs> and everybody made fun of them. But then it did really cause a big uproar because other artists started to want to pull their stuff off. And then, I mean, actually, with all of that and censorship and, and 
it all goes back to balance. And I look at Joe Rogan and maybe a year ago, I said to one of my friends, how is it possible that this guy can just say nothing about the vaccines or nothing about it? Just how can he say the things that he's saying and get away with all that? And they're like, well, he just did this big deal with Spotify and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but like other people say barely anything at all and just get like canceled and fired. And I'm like, so, you know, maybe it was time for the balance to be disrupted. And maybe Joe is getting big for his britches. Again, I don't even know the stuff that he talks about. I'm just saying like, there's gotta be balance and respect and like, some people can't be getting fired and sportscasters can't be getting fired because of something that they said 15 or 20 years ago. And then currently you're running your mouth saying whatever you want to say. And I like a lot of the things that Joe stands for. And I, I don't like a lot of the things that he stands for too. He's like an enigma. Like on one hand, he's all about this. And on the other hand, he's all about that. Mm. And the stuff that he talks about is like very, um, that leans like conservatively, but yet he's one of the biggest liberals that there is. So I like that he mixes it up and, and stands for different things. And that's great. That's Joe Rogan. But uh, it's funny that his stuff is back up. Uh, Neil's yeah. stuff is back up because yeah, because he's going to lose like a ton of money, yeah. but it caused an uproar again, back to the Chris Jenner story, that negative and that positive, we're both running strong and we all stopped and thought about things. It created a conversation and that's good. Mm-hmm. It makes people think about yeah. things, you know, mm-hmm. can't just like troll on automatic pilot and expect anything to grow or get better or change in your life. If it's just the same shit day in and day out. So I appreciate the upset. Right. Yeah. But Neil Young wasn't exactly hurting for money because Blackstone actually bought at least owns half of his um, library and they paid him like 150 million for it. So he ain't hurting. He just tried to make a stand and look like a jackass in my opinion, because, you know, like I said, you're the one singing about people rocking in a free world, but you want to censor. Exactly. Well, that's, that's the problem is, is it didn't line up with anything that he's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that mm-hmm. it's it just movie stars to this or that. It, it just doesn't line up with everything that you're about, you know, and for, what? for rock and roll bands that we all love and, no, I won't even get into it to say, you know what? I'm all about rock and roll and sex, drugs and rock and roll and freedom, but you can't come here about it unless you're vaccinated. Like that doesn't really, it doesn't work out that way. Well, yeah. Rage against the machine. Biggest sellouts. Like, Oh, we're, we're raging against the machine. But when push came to shove, they, they sold out. Well, you said the name. I didn't. I just, I was, (laughs) but that's that's disappointing. I will say anything. That's disappointing you know that, to me. Bobby, I have no. Yeah. yeah, it is, and it's disgusting. You're going to write people, like no, you're going to write songs about co- killing cops and this and that, but mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, yeah I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't, uh, it just doesn't align. That's why I listen no. to Steel Panther. They make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> From out of nowhere, right, we get right, Goldie, here is the biggest question of the night, Goldie. When am I getting my Slayer cover? Oh, and God. I don't want to. Now you're on the spot. Now what song yeah. do you want, I want her to cover? Wait, you agreed to a Slayer cover? No, I I don't know if I agreed to or not. I I know like our not, Patreon, no, Paul, Paul, our Patreon. <laughs> I still have to edit. Lock up your love. I still like. We've got a dating show. I've got to edit. We've got. That's what I mean. Like when you were saying in the beginning of the show, like how do you have time for everything? I wish that I had more time to do things like that. Like I have to be more strategic on some of the stuff that. I have to do and want to do, Paul. So 
Yeah, when more money comes piling in and I can just take time off to just focus on Slayer, you'll be the first to know. Until then, listen to Tori Amos discover Raining Blood. What what song do you want her to cover, Paul? Stop it, Lou. Stop. It doesn't matter. matter. Actually, I I think she would do well if she did like South of Heaven would be nice. I'd like to see a goldy touch to it. Or, you know, we could go back. She could do like um, Chemical Warfare would be wonderful. We've talked about it. The band's talked about it. Actually, what maybe I don't know if you would, but me and Lou actually do cover songs every once in a while for a Red Sound Review and Friends. And maybe one day if we can do a, a Slayer song, maybe if we could ask you to sing it. That would be amazing. Oh, come on. That would be amazing. It would take yes. me a while to learn it and get it right. That would be amazing. We'll have the music down and then you can just sing it. Got, You're asking me to really dumb down my guitar soloing Dude, for I this. Gotta, you I realize try, that, I gotta try right? I got to be Dave Lombardo. Please, come on. All right, all right, all right. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> That's easier if than if it's so purposely playing you, bad. Lou, if it's that dumbed down for you, that's fine. Then maybe we should do a Pantera cover. Oh, God. I like Pantera. Not Which too. we already cover Pantera. So. Oh. Yeah, so do Love you. Pantera. She has already done that. I meant to ask you, who are your vocal influences, Goldie? I was getting to that. Uh, well, grew up in Minneapolis and had the opportunity being mentored by Prince. So Prince definitely was not only vocal, but like songwriting style. <sighs> Cat Stevens, because that's what my dad listened to. Um, Peter, Paul and Mary, like he listened to folk music hmm. and they told stories like their music was really like the music that's out today. The pop music that's today it's not even an ABC. It's just like the same groove over and over and over. And they just change things up. And there's not like a lot of stories being told where in country music, I'm not into at all, but they do tell good stories, but I do like, I do like music that tells stories. So a lot of my influences were folk growing up and like, I loved the pop stuff too. I loved, I loved the hair metal bands because they were bigger than life. Because when you went to those shows, you felt like, I paid a bunch of money to get in and wow. Like I like theatrics and I like things and artists that wowed me. I loved Alice Cooper. Um, I, I, I loved poison even like I just, they wrote great songs about partying and having a great time. And you just forgot about your shit when you went to the, I like bands where you forget about your problems. I don't want to go and think about bad things going on. I want to go like be taken away and escape and that that's pretty much gone for me these days i go to movies now you know and i try to escape at movies because you want to go see a band play no not really you know (laughs) you want to go to a concert no because i'll just sit there with my arms crossed like wondering like oh what are they doing with that and what's that oh look at that like you just you don't want other artists at your show you analyze it yeah that's that's why i have the same problem too because uh when i was in a band all years ago I would go to see shows too. And, and then I would feel like, you know, why am I not up there? And exactly. why, are they, why are they doing this? And why are they doing that? I could do better than they do. And, and exactly. I, I, that's why I hate going to shows. Yeah. So when I go home, album, yeah, when yeah. my friends want to go see a band, I'm like, please, no, please shoot uh, me. In I'm the glad face. I'm not the only one that feels like that. Harry, uh, you haven't said much. Do you want to ask anything? Well, now, now that you're saying you, you kind of transition into going to movies instead of, um, instead of going to shows that's kind of piqued my interest what what movies are you going to goldie anything at all i just it doesn't matter what it is as long as it's not like i don't mind violent stuff i don't mind scary stuff but if it gets to be like hurting women or children or like you know dismembering people i'm not into i'm not into things that my mom used to always say shit in shit out 
Like yeah. if you put shit into your mind and like, bro, if I even look at my phone before I go to bed, and no matter what it is, I will be dreaming about that. Like my brain is just exactly like, the same. Exactly never shuts the same. off. It like I, I saw some the Long Island medium and they had the, the, the lady from Shark Tank on there, the, the, one of the chicks that's on Shark Tank. And I, didn't I go to bed and wasn't she chasing me through the forest? And I'm like, what? And, I, and I knew in my dream, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I just watched this bitch like a minute ago before I went to bed. Now she's in my dream with a hatchet chasing me through the yeah. woods. And I'm like, she's on Shark Tank, not you know, she's not playing banjos and deliverance. Like what's going on? So I like any, any movie that's well done that moves me and makes me, takes me to a different place where I don't remember reality. That's, that's, that's the one for me. I love um, thrillers and I love things that when I was a kid and we used to watch um, TV shows when I was later on in life, we used to watch X-Files and we'd be very, very quiet We'd have something delicious to eat, very, very quiet. And then you were only allowed to speak if you had to call a spot. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. That was it. And it's like, it was fun to see, like, who could call it before the end of the show. You didn't talk for the whole thing. You just, when you knew this is what's going to happen, you were allowed to speak. It was a big group of us. We'd get together every week and watch the X-Files and old Star Trek, you know, reruns and whatnot then you are allowed to speak when you can when you can call a spot like that that was fun like if you have to think i like stuff where you have to think about it um uh guillermo del toro he has a lot of interesting movies that have a message in it and he's so old school that it's not just cgi stuff like it's a real set they showed that clip from um toby mcguire when toby mcguire was the spider-man and they showed when um Kirsten came in and she was walking and he looked at her and she slipped in the tray with all the food went flying and you see him like mm-hmm. grab the, the tray yeah. and the, yeah. the, the boom, 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 and it falls and he catches it all. Yeah. And like, they, I hope it's true. They've said like <laughs> that took 167 takes. Like that wasn't CGI. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah, nope. I get it. It costs more money to do, but like, that's magic, you know? Yeah. Oh, no doubt. But that's, no I mean, doubt. you know, I'm a big t- big time horror fan and and that's one of my biggest problems when they went to cgi and they stopped doing practical effects i mean yeah. you all you have to do is look at john carpenter's the thing and that may be the ultimate in practical effects the greatest movie ever made with practical effects and people just don't get it they, they think that cgi is better and and it's just so much it's it so takes away it takes away some of the magic it takes away the wax on the wax yes. on, the paint the fence the it takes away the art of it all. And, you know, I'm not 20 years old anymore, but I'm not like a grandma either. And I like the age that I'm at because the age range that I'm at, I like where I'm at because I still remember how things used to be done. And it's like, I like to go back to as much of that real shit as possible. Like our band is working on a live stage set, not a live set of music, but like a live set that's painted and it's rustic and mm-hmm. withered and, and it's, there's so much detail in it and you can never have another one. You'll never, it's taken me three years. It's all I do. And at the end of the night, I go paint some more crap in my craft room. And, and it, it, there's just something so real about it and organic and we're missing that. That's why when you get something in the mail, you know, like on Patreon, we do mailings on one of the levels every 
every um, month. And I, it's a pain in the ass, but I love it because that's my energy going into that. And I have to stop and think like, I'm going to grab this picture. Here's last month's, you know, this little gimmick. Can you see it? There it is. And, and I have to like get somebody's name. Okay. Paul. And I have to think, actually think what Paul's got grandkids. He's got a cool wife. He's, this is what Paul does for a living. I have to think about stuff and actually stop time and be present where everything these days is just like click and swipe and this and that. Yeah. I'm not even mm-hmm. go out and everybody's just like this. They're on their phone. Their families are sitting at a table with their heads in their phone. And it's so, and at the gym, I'm like, get off of the, I posted something the other day that somebody had their laptop. They were sitting on a bench with their phone on the phone and a laptop. And I'm like, well, pardon me. Don't <laughs> oh, let yeah, me interrupt. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Crazy, like, what right? are we doing these it, it, days? Yeah, like, you're sucks, not, but- you're you know, not present. Right, right. And it sucks. I always feel like I'm missing out on stuff, you know, because I got a five-year-old child. And, you know, he's he's doing school and stuff like that. But I also have this thing, this podcast I do and in my job. And then, you know, I, but I'm on the phone constantly promoting the shows and sure. you know, finding guests. And it's just, I feel like I'm constantly on there. And it's, I just want to take the phone, smash it with a hammer, you know, it's just. I have. I'm on like, you know, <laughs> I don't, I've, no, I get mad at people and just chuck it. Yeah. I'm terrible. And then I realized, oh shit, that was a really expensive phone. But you know, I, but I don't have it. I, there's a moment of time where like maybe four months ago, I got so pissed at somebody and I just checked it. I'm like, yeah, there you go. Well, I really don't have a phone anymore. It's smashed. And I, I, here it is. Okay, I have that smashed phone. Oh, they fixed it. Um, I don't have to talk to them anymore. I have to talk to anybody. I'm getting more creepy messages from losers because I get creepers. Oh <laughs> yeah, Paul, yeah, stop messaging do. her, will you? God damn. Uh, <laughs> who me Paul, Paul this oh. guy brought the this guy frightens her with the broom and then he's gonna come at me what the hell how about I come at you with the fucking broom Paul huh, huh? Oh, how about you two kill oh, each other Harry and I got this so hey, Goldie now- <laughs> hey maybe I'll, maybe I'll enjoy the broom how about that oh you might you might you don't know what my wife does to me at night this conversation has really taken a dark turn. Taking a turn. It is. Anyway, turn. And Goldie, I, I definitely think hearing uh, what you said about destroying the phone gives me hope to uh, let my girlfriend in Ohio know that uh, when I finally do move over that way, I can uh, finally destroy this thing. <laughs> oh, I'm a phone killer. One of the best days I had lately is when I forgot my phone and I went to work. Oh, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't have my phone. But this is pretty cool. I enjoyed that day. I would don't not. you enjoy that? And don't you miss the days when we grew up where there were no cameras to catch you doing anything? Like you could just do what you Absolutely. wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Run stoplights. You know, if if stop there was cameras from when I was doing shit in a teenager, I'd be done. I'd be canceled so much. I would probably <laughs> just have to jump off a bridge. A friend of mine who's younger said, you really, you did what? You really, you vandalized? I'm like, yeah, all the time. We all did. If somebody fucked you over, yeah, you smashed yeah. their tires and you egged their house and you smashed in their windows. And you know what? They didn't, they didn't act up again. Like you just did stuff back yeah. in the day. You handled it, your business on your own. There was fear. You knew if you did something wrong that somebody would whoop your ass. Right, exactly. And there was fear and you were yeah. held accountable for your comments and your actions. And after you got your ass whooped a couple of times, you shut your mouth. And that's what people don't know these yeah. days. They've never had Take an a ass hammer. open. You're right. Take a Unfortunately, to somebody's the, hand. It's always fun. The the <laughs> internet has given them credence to feel like they could just say whatever they want whenever they want and not have no. any concept of consequences. No, yeah, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. Exactly. Exactly. 
think about what you say before you say it or do it. So, yeah, Wayne, that's one of my favorite parts of yeah. uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob when they were going around and, and making everybody accountable for all the shit they were saying online. They were going to people's doors at the end of the movie, like, "Oh, are you so and so? Did you say so and so?" And then Jay and Silent Bob would beat their ass. It was awesome. That was one of the funniest scenes in that film. I love it. Yep. Well, Goldie, I know you got to get going because you have a five Patreon minutes to get to. Five minutes. Five minutes. You got five, five, minutes. Minutes. You got five minutes. Uh, but I was watching. You just recently put up a, a a video on YouTube about your band and all the party stuff that you you know you you do with the band and everything. So let us know what you do with the band. Any plans hey, for mean, touring? What's that? I mean, we we are, and I'm just really asking people that are out there that if you know a friend that works at a festival or a fair or a place where there's a built-in audience because we want to just go as many places as we can. We're a great band. We're a function band. So we do do covers, but we do originals as well. Um, if we're in a new market and people don't know us, they want to hear the hits, you know, mm. they'll call out the, the songs they want to hear like sometimes or, you know, whatever, whatever they want to hear from whenever we introduced ourselves to them. So we are a function band and just always looking for more bookings and the best bookings are private parties and corporate events and, you know, you, you all see that they'll hire some like boring wedding band or something where it's like, it's okay, but it's not like what somebody that's been in pro wrestling can bring to the table. So I'm really proud of that reel. It's because of our patrons and people that come to shows and buy stuff and tip and help us out. That's where I can set aside time and get that stuff edited. Bob Oak, Oakman from uh, Monster Truck. He's the voiceover guy on that. And he just like killed it. Yeah. Just like Bob, like, Paul, I'll post the, the the original one on Patreon of me talking like, Bob, I don't know what the fuck to say here. Make it sound cool. We <laughs> sound, you know, really funny. Like, and I pitched my voice really low. So it's like really low. And it's like, and insert something that makes us want to get fucking booked. You know, it's it's pretty funny. So but he did a great job. Maybe you should try to look into M3 in Maryland or Rock on the Range. Um, Are they, what kind of venues are they? Oh, they're uh, summer festivals. Summer festivals. Outdoor festivals, okay. yes. Well, will you tell me that off air? Will you message me that? Uh, only if you add me on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Okay, sure. Cool. Absolutely. <laughs> or I think I follow you on Instagram. I'll message you there. Okay, find me and then I'll, I'll follow you wherever. I'm all about the following as long as you don't have. Sounds good. Sounds good. Listed at your holiday session, which a lot of people on Twitter do, so. Sounds like a Genesis song. Follow you, follow Interesting you. Stuff. Interesting. Some of these guys, I just wonder, like, their walls on Twitter. Like, how is that possible that you're doing all this just, like, really, really disgusting stuff? Like, I, that's okay? I, but then... I, there's, yes, there's a couple of things on Twitter that I've seen. Like, how does that get through? How does it get through? And it's <laughs> like their know. whole page is that. And I'm like... I was like, hey, bro, maybe you need some advice on, you know, the ladies. And he's like, oh, no, I've been with somebody for 10 years. And I'm like, oh, OK, that poor girl <laughs> that gets through. Yet Trump can never post on Twitter ever again. Go figure. Exactly. You guys, I really appreciate you having me on. And I just thank you so much for um, uh, just messaging again and tracking me down. And, and anytime I can help or come on in the future, it would be my honor. I really appreciate it. Paul. Great to see you. Thanks for wearing the shirt. Wearing your colors, everybody. Always, darling. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much for coming. We're happy to promote it. you, definitely. And uh, give everybody got, where your website, where they can go and find all your stuff and buy your merch. And... Oh, just, I mean, just look, look on Twitter, Goldie with a Y, Locks Rocks, G-O-L-D-Y, Locks Rocks. And that's on Twitter and Instagram. And there's lots of Facebook pages. That's a whole nother place to fall down a deep <laughs> hole. <laughs> 
older men that I'll, I'll get my are promo, married and really gross. I'll get my promo tweet for you. I'll oh, get my promo you. tweet ready for you tonight. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'll no, you it's been there. great. I tell you, just even seeing the your promo in the beginning was, was worth the time and showering. You don't know how long <laughs> it takes the girl to shower, dry no, this yes, massive hair, curl yeah, it. Put on makeup. We're married. We know. Yeah, yeah. It takes. I mean, that's a good chunk. Like, that's a good hour and a half of my day that I had nothing else going on today. Like, I had to get ready just for you. So I appreciate you complimenting me. This is just for you all. I'm not filming any content. There's nobody over at my house. I really had to just get cleaned up, clean my ass for you. You (laughs) We we appreciate you so much. Thank you. you. This show looks so much better than it usually does, and I appreciate. Oh my God! Stop it, you guys. I'm gonna go (laughs) say hi to some precious people over on chat. Don't I know you're busy, Paul, but say hi later on. And you guys, just thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for no coming problem. on this Cheers. little tiny show. And I really, okay. really appreciate it. Have a good night. Bye, you guys. Thank you guys. See you guys later. Bye. All right. Awesome. Uh, we're still live. Anybody else want to talk about anything while we're still live? Um, I'll let them go first. Terry? Well, Wayne... You know, it's, it's been fun being uh, right here with you. Um, here comes the hate stepper. <laughs> oh, God. What? Now, 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 now. You know, as, as much as I usually come here to um, bury Wayne, because it's fun, you know, it's, it's educational. You know, you always learn something from making fun of Wayne. But uh, no, I, all I can say is, uh, hey, I'm glad you posted in the Harryverse group and we, we um, were able to set this up where I could join in because... Um, Hey, I may not have said as much as I usually do because you know I talk a lot. We've we've all we've all noticed that I say a lot of things. Um, but uh, no, I, I very much enjoyed absorbing the energy of uh, the, the two guests that you've uh, brought on tonight because uh, they, they were both great people. I mean, you know, I've seen Goldie before on various other shows, but didn't really know that much about her. But she seems like a wonderful person and. Uh, I, I do appreciate you uh, bringing me on here, Wayne, for these. But, um, you know, I, I do still see the shine on the uh, top of your bald head, even through that That's hat. That's so. why I wore a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was good. <laughs> I'm going to have to move the lights in here or something. Oh. Get dimmer lights you could sit in a dark room and I'd still see that gleam, even if I went into space. <laughs> I, I could go into space and I'd be like, there's Wayne Noon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that shine on the head this is where they live the noon family is right here right here <laughs> Unbelievable. paul you got anything to say about me or think, anything in general i just well you know i mean other than other than you being a dick that i mean that's just how you are so we've come to that we're never doing that slayer no, song dude, Remember i, this I love doing this week. <laughs> <laughs> i just i just I, I really, it really sucked that I had to miss out on the January show because my job, you know, I really enjoyed doing this with you guys. I think it's, it's a lot of fun. You guys have made me want to look into doing this, yeah. you know, maybe starting a podcast and just, you know, getting on there and talking shit. I'm trying to get my son to do it with me because hmm. especially after him and I have a, you know, a couple of tokes, we just have some wonderful conversations that I think, you know, would be hilarious if people heard them. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, I just father and son podcast. I don't think there's that many of them out there. If there's any, I, I have no idea. If you're taking tokes, then you could call it a father and son podcast. 
Oh, yeah. Marketing. Oh, I like it. I like it. We'll give you part of the royalties on our <laughs> T-shirts, bro. I, 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 I got you. Vindictive says, has Wayne changed his DP yet? I thought he looked like that. What is DP? Penetration. Display picture. I don't know. Display picture? (laughs) I don't know. What is DP? Vindictive, what is DP? I have no idea. Go on, Vindy. Explain. You don't want to confuse him anymore. He already looks uh, confused enough. (laughs) By counting to 10. Well, he was the one that did the, other, the other question about uh, the song that uh, that Goldilocks did, and and yeah, I was confused with that, so I'm confused with this too. Uh, what were we saying? Ooh, there you go. I was gonna say, Harry, are you still uh, doing the Friday night show with Evie? I know you've been doing a lot of stuff with uh, Jimmy Chondo Lion. Um, uh, uh, truth completely pulling the uh, curtain back is uh, for a long time we didn't care enough to do this anymore. Um, we did a show the other night where. Our faith was restored in doing this. So, um, yeah, we will be doing um, our shows again soon enough. Um, what I tend to do is one week I'll do my show with Chondo. The next week I'll do the show with Evie. So it's kind of, you know, differing up each week. Um, alternate, right? Yeah, alternate. Um, obviously, the shows with Chondo were very difficult to keep consistent because we do Marvel and DC shows uh, or movies. And they're not playing stuff out all the time. So uh, we had to resort to start doing match watch alongs, which people started to really love, um, where it was pretty much borrowing the concept of a Beyond Bushido, which I did not realize I was actually like, where did I get that idea from? And I was like, oh, yeah, those times I joined Eric and James. Shout out to Eric and James. I'm sure wherever Eric Adams is, he's probably still telling the story. Um, But... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, we do every other Friday. I think there'll be a few weeks where we do every Friday. Um, and yeah, myself and uh, Evie will be back very soon. I think the next show we do will be a review of Prison Break because I made her watch Prison Break recently and um, she really liked it. She also made me watch True Blood, which uh, hey, I'm starting to like. So a few episodes away from the end. And yeah. We'll find plenty of content. She very much wants me to get on. Um, I've got an Etsy store, which I don't know my link. I told Wayne before the show, I was like, I really should have promoted that, but I don't remember the link. Um, but obviously <laughs> people can get 3D printed stuff from uh, said link once I've got it really out there. But yeah, no, it will, shows will be a catalyst to drive that stuff because the 3D printed stuff is going to be what uh, not only gets me to America, but it's what will keep me in America because, you know, there'll be a time where I will wait for a green card. So that's the way that life is going to be. And yeah, I'm currently playing with a duck while telling a story. <laughs> you should look into uh, doing a link tree. This way you have like all your links right there that you can just give it to people. Yeah, that would be that would be a lot easier because I mean, I barely remember one link, let alone multiple. So that would really help. <laughs> Helps me out because and, I haven't Harry, updated my website if, in a while. Go ahead, Paul. If you're coming over to America to go to Ohio, Harry, I'm like two hours away from Ohio. That's I awesome. live in northwestern Pennsylvania. So uh, Pennsylvania is somewhere. Dope, been, you finally uh, get over here. Well, I was going to say, yeah, Pennsylvania is somewhere I've been very familiar with as well. You know, I've been very much uh, 
coming to the uh, New Jersey, New York, uh, Pennsylvania areas for uh, the better part of well, nearly a decade now. Um, so yeah, no, we will sort okay. something out. We will sort something out at some point. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the permanent move is is in sight. So uh, yeah, no more back. And That's forth. awesome. No more back and forth soon. I know what he's talking about now. With Good the, for uh, you, man. And I'll finally get to get my eye taken care of, you know, because this is just uh, this is just getting <laughs> awkward. <laughs> he was talking about the display pick on Twitter of my display pick, and he was talking about something that was years ago before I even did this show. It was a picture of me uh, when me and my wife got married. We had these bobbleheads made up of us, and we put it on the wedding cake, and I had my my bobblehead on the thing. You know, saying oh. that, I just thought I just thought of something as well. It's another money idea. Custom uh, the the little wedding cake couple on the top of a cake. Yeah. Custom wedding cake uh, cake couples. Three D print them. If you're getting married out there and you you want your own custom couple for the top of your cake, hey, come at me. I'll uh, I'll make any of you, any of you. Where, where the hell were you all you thirty five years ago when I got married? See. Uh, 35 years ago, I was negative four. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he was just a twinkle in his daddy's eye. That's all he was. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> we've had a lot of fun here on this show. We've had a, some really cool shows the uh, last two days, uh, Lou. Yeah, definitely. And I just finished wrapping up uh, my newest episode. Um, I had the pleasure of having John Brennan from shutters the last drive-in with joe bob briggs as my guest um the oh, interview cool. went two hours yeah he's awesome the interview went two hours so i actually had to edit it into two different parts so part two actually just got uploaded so i'm gonna premiere it tomorrow afternoon at 12 um and we also talked about the new film that he produced which i didn't want to mention it when goldilocks is on the show because she admitted she's not a fan of violence or gore in films, but I met mm. John when he was an employee over at Trauma Films. Now, if anyone out there who doesn't know what Trauma okay. is, they're the guys that did Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcomb High, and their newest film, Shakespeare Shitstorm, which John is a, sorry, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, which John is a producer of. And we were talking about the film. And just yesterday, I interviewed... Uh, the director of this film, VHS Massacre 2. He also directed VHS Massacre. The first film dealt with the decline of physical media. This talks more about uh, media consolidation by the major conglomerates and how it's harder for independent content creators to get their stuff distributed. So I had him on the show yesterday. So that's my next one that I'm going to be editing. Um, and tomorrow night, James Lilquist and I are going to be interviewing Mr. Frank Ferrante. Um, those who don't know who he is, he's America's number one Groucho Marx impersonator. And he's actually going to have oh, a cool. yeah, and he's actually going to have a special airing on PBS in the month of April. And he wanted to come on the show to talk about it. James and I are huge Groucho fans. And I've met Frank before, a gentleman. Uh, my family and I got to see him perform in Freeport uh new york back in 2014 it was great i mean you think you were seeing groucho Marx, so i'm looking forward to that wow. so yeah man music is like a podcast i'm exhausted <laughs> <laughs> take a break, take a break. 
Yeah, yesterday we had uh, Sean Killian from the band uh, Violence. That was awesome yesterday. And then earlier today we had Greg Hillbrand. So <laughs> go check that out. And then uh, if you haven't watched this episode, because we're live right now, we'll go back, watch the show with uh, Goldilocks. That was a lot of fun. She's really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, next week, next Wednesday, back on a kind of normal schedule, we have uh, the goth dad himself uh, from the band Vision, uh, Vision Video. So that's going to be really cool. And then we have another band, too, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head right now. Do you remember, Lou? Starts with an N. Die, die. I, I can't pronounce it. I couldn't pronounce it, so I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, we'll be on twice next Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Good state of professionalism is on my level. Yeah. Well, I'll, speaking I'll of professionalism, <laughs> speaking of professionalism, Wayne, you're welcome. Oh, yes. Project Resurrected. There you go. <laughs> I've had that sat down here since I realized I was doing your show today. I literally picked up and I was like, oh, Wayne Noon. You could have flashed at some point in the show, you know. Wayne, I I um yeah. I had a head injury three years ago. I tend to forget things. <laughs> you know that, and I had much more fun playing with a duck and a fake eye. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah well, well, Even got a dancing snowman. <laughs> He's the great Harry Barnett, King of the Britons. Uh, well, yes. it was a lot of fun having you guys on here. It was good seeing you, Harry. Well, well, you know, it, I I would say uh, it was um, oh, what's the word mutual, but you know, I had fun with Lou. I had fun with Paul. You were here too, Wayne. <laughs> it is my show. And Paul, passive uh... aggressiveness is strong with these two. I swear to God. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and Paul, I really appreciate you coming on the sure. show. I need to come on more often. I'll do some more shows with you. Yeah, dude, I, I love it. Yeah, I'm going to be doing, um, I forgot to throw this, I'm going to be doing, uh, in May, I'm going to be doing the uh, Confessionals podcast with Tony Merkel, and it's, I'm going to tell him about my paranormal life that I've lived with my, you know, since I was a little kid. Well, what? So it'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, dude, I, <laughs> I have had, throughout my entire life, I have lived with paranormal events. Really? Um, and it's just been wild. My whole life, uh, even in the house we're in now, there's still shit that goes on. Well, give it. I don't right. want to ruin and, the show. Um, you're gonna be able, what's that's like one thing? Uh, the one thing, one of the best things I had was um, I'll just give you the first one. When I was a little kid, we lived in a small house in the Kensington section of Philadelphia, so there was only two bedrooms. So me and my two sisters were all in the same room. Hmm. I was in a bed. They were they're four years old, younger, and two years younger than me. They're asleep. And sometime in the middle of the night, um, I woke up and there's like this white blob just kind of floating towards me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, what the hell is this? And then after the blob got right to me, it disappeared. And there was this hand that came out of a closet and was just banging on the door. Bang, 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 bang. And I jumped up out of bed, left my sisters there and booked it there to my mom and dad. And of course, they didn't believe me. And after that, I made them change my room. And I didn't go back in that room for the rest of the time we lived in that house. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. That's cr- uh, Harry, don't ever go and that's, to his house. That was just the beginning, man. Well, Wayne, telling me, not to, <laughs> telling me not to go in his house is one thing, but I feel like I've been haunted by you since the day I met you. <laughs> and I'll haunt you the day you die, Harry. I will be. If only, if only people knew how how we were introduced to each other, they'd know how we really were haunted. 
What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you know, you're, you're overtired, Harry. I think you really got to go to bed. It's like what four in the morning over there. I'm trying to wrap it up. Harry, two thirty, Wayne. Get it right. Way past. I've learned your time zone. You should learn mine. No, I'm never going to do that. Um, well, say no, something nice about my hat. No, say no, something no. nice about my hat. I just said no. Okay, it's, well, let's go around. Like, let's go around the room. Okay, let's go around the room. Okay, I want you to say something nice about my hat on the behalf of Lou and Paul. So we'll start with you, Wayne. <laughs> it has an O in it. There you go. You said something nice. Now, now, Wayne, it's your turn to to say something nice about my hat on the behalf of Lou. Oh my God. It's got the color red in it. There Actually, that's there what I was thinking. There you go. Now, Wayne, on go. the behalf of Paul, it's time for you to say something nice about my hat. Um I'm gonna top. stop you there, Wayne, because two out of three, that was that was that was good. All right. Two out of three. You did you did, you did a much better job than Chondo did when I asked him on my show the other day to say something nice about my hat. He did not say one nice thing. So we probably did, but Wayne was like a, 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 uh, 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 like that. Yeah, that was just that was just that was just his connection being terrible. So yeah. no, Wayne, I would, I would, I would give you a round of applause, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I don't want you so, to. Uh, thank you guys yeah. very much for joining us. Oh, and I have do have one other thing. Um, I just just before we did these shows, I put together a brand new project resurrect video for the song. Uh, shit, what the hell's the name of the song? It's the second song. What's the second song on the album, Harry? You got it right there. Uh, that would be Keep Moving On. Keep Moving On video. It's up now. And our good friend Eric Adams is in the video throughout the video. Check it out. He's doing wrestling stuff with all his other wrestling friends. And there's actually some wrestlers, some famous wrestlers in the video. And see if you can point them out and write them in the comments and let us know what you thought of the video. And also the covers that Wayne and I did, all six of them are now available on streaming media. So oh, check it out. Rat Saw Review Cover Series EP. That's right. Well, Rats on Review and Friends cover series. Can't forget the Friends. Yes, don't forget the Friends because you'll never find it. So, never eat yellow snow. <laughs> but please do go to ratsoundreview.com <laughs> and we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. We're horrible shillers. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira. Schnackle a to you too, Ralph. The Timo Toki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Toki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the cheese, please.
Movies, a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Rat Style Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatStyleReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Rat Style Review Network. We're, We're taking, taking over. over.